Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And we're back. It's Farm to the Show. We're taking the show on the road today. Uh, this, is our, uh, this is our second road game. Paul, we had a, we had a road game earlier. You and you're in, uh, I believe you're in Dallas. Uh, mm-hmm. actually took a show yeah. from one of your buddies' houses, and I think you had yeah. a hotel show the other day. So, yeah, we're taking this one on the road. I'm in Palo Alto, California at Stanford University. And we're back, Paul Yanish. What's going on, man? We there's uh we got we got action on on a number of different fronts. Not so much yeah. uh, the big leagues because I think we're you know I think we've kind of given you all we got for the week. We got Otani San on on TV right now, which is always you know which is always must see TV. But must see TV, future must see TV right now. Yeah. We got we got a new prospect in Cleveland who took the mound. But more importantly, we had probably the prospect of the NBA prospect of the generation throughout <laughs> the first pitch at Yankee stadium. And I know that everybody's always looking to, you know, have that top 10 worst. I don't think it remote. I don't think it, given the circumstance, I don't think it's, it's, it was that bad. It's Victor. It's not- Wemeyama, if you pro- perspective, number one, shoe in number one pick right. seven foot four, just killer looking like, looking like Jack, uh, Jack Skeleton out there. It's today. it's not it's not the worst. It wasn't the worst first pitch, but it, it it's on the list, man. It, it's on the it's on the list of top ten. I will say this: it looks like he was holding a title list. It was right. If you, so if I'm you trying to the, explain to people, like, oh my god, like it's bad enough. Give the guy a break. He doesn't. He's not out there just like playing catch in the park, you know, on his free time. You got to Then he's grabbing basically a golf ball and i try this is the same same rule i try to back up with Shaq. like you go to the free throw line and nba free throw line put a softball in your hand and try to shoot free throws like it's right, not right. it's not easy it ain't easy so it's, for that reason alone i'm not going to put it way up there i put i put Tra- travis kelsey's uh first pitch spike in the ground as being far worse than yeah. than uh than victor's for sure really? At least the ball fits in Travis's hand. Okay, Wimby's got Wimby's got a little bit more of a a get out of jail free card there for for me. Oh yeah, they had the highlight of him catching the balls when he was on the field, and he easily just he swallowed two balls. So if you're talking about that Sandy Koufax deal, like the seven balls, I'm nah. I got to figure he can he can get I can, he can get nine balls in there, easy. Yeah, but uh, I can't it, wait it, to watch it him was play. Special. NBA draft is coming up. <clears throat> NHL draft is coming up. Um, but more importantly, both of us has gone through the draft process, but more importantly, the, the, what do you got on the draft, the, the draft combine, this was a big deal for me because you know how it is like that, that last season, you know, that game is over for us. We ended our season in La Tech 2003 on the plane back. And it's like, damn, I'm really sad about this being over, but I also got to get, get your mind right because you got draft workouts coming up. And so my particular schedule, I had to get back, pack my stuff. I had Atlanta, Arizona, San Francisco, Anaheim, San Diego, and uh, and Texas. So I had six workouts in six days. Now that they have this draft combine, you know, it's consolidating everybody into one place. It's so much easier on the player it's just a, it's a better program all around to come out there. You run your 60, you do your weights, you take your BP. It's, it's on watch. And I actually, I watched quite a bit and they got a, MLB's doing a great job. 
They had Lowry out there. They had CY. They had all the guys out there, you know, being around. Like that's it's a it's a nice situation they got with this draft combine. It is. It's 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 more consolidated. That that being said, there's still there's still workouts across the country for guys that maybe aren't going to be the, the you know in the top ten rounds type prospects. That it, it's it's much more. You know, they're all in one spot. They can get all their stuff done. They're, they're, but it, it's much different than when you and I played. There's so much more video available. There's so much more information available relative to the metrics of these guys now. So it's 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 a much cleaner process, to your point. It, it's it's easier, but there's, there's, there's a lot less uncertainty than what there used to be relative to the evaluation process, I think. So it's, it is cool. I'm sure the guys are fired up to, to, to be there at the combine. Obviously, it's a, it's a, it's a group of guys that are, are very well thought of that are going to have the opportunity to play assuming health and, and get drafted. Well, which is, which is the goal that everybody starts out with, man. When you're talking about, you know, I've got my son playing little league right now, going all the way through high school, going all the way through college. Everybody, everybody dreams about the opportunity to get drafted to your point about college. I was on the field when, when I got drafted, we were still playing in the, in the postseason, And it's just such kind of a anticlimactical deal. Cause you're still playing. You find out you get drafted by the Cincinnati Reds. Um, but but also very cool and, and just no different than what we have right now. Though we'll have to touch on this briefly in a, in, in a minute. But the College World Series is still going. Um, there's there's guys that are landed on the line. We, the 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 Oral Roberts Cinderella story was unbelievable down the stretch here in the in the postseason. And then you have the you know the the Florida, the Stanford, the Tennessee, the LSU. Um, just some UVA was in the World Series this year. These these titans of college baseball over the over the past however many years. So. It's just super fun to watch, um, super fun to see. But the combine is exciting. It, I'm I'm not a huge fan of the fact that the draft has been moved back to the to to mid July. That that really compromises the the schedule for the purpose of, you know, guys that are in college and you know college coaching staffs that have to navigate through that those waters. It's just a little late in the summer for me. I wish I wish it was still a little bit earlier to, you know, create some clarity relative to who's going to be going and who's not and and those kinds of things. But Super exciting time. Guys are starting their journey, hopefully, um, finding out where they get drafted, which team they're going to go with, and 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 uh, go from playing in college potentially or high school where you're obviously playing for the team and trying to trying to play for that purpose to getting put into the, the lion's den of a pro locker room where at the end of the day you, you kind of have to turn selfish because you're, you're playing for all you're 30. Playing, you're playing you're for playing yourself. For and, and you're playing for all 30. Yeah. And it, it sounds ridiculous, but that's, um, you know, it's, yeah, you're one, you're one of many. And, you know, from every level, you're going to be one of five, one of four guys that's going to advance to the next level. And for every team that you're on, you're going to be one of five people who's going to, who's going to even get a taste of the big leagues. But, you know, it's one thing you're showing up every day. You're, you're, you're playing for, for all 30 teams. You're not necessarily playing for the team. Like, you know, you saw our Dayton team. We're horrible, you know, but at the end of the day, it's like, those that it doesn't matter to you yeah it's going to be rough you don't want to be out there for three and a half hours getting boat raced every night but it doesn't matter like you're a minor league team who cares if you win you lose 90 games in in dayton ohio you know what i'm saying so right. you know you're going out there being your best self and you know somebody will you know pick you up you get rule 40 you get traded you know any of these things um you know and it's like when if you're in the yankees organization as a kid coming up like you know you're not getting you're probably not getting the big leagues as a Yankee, you're going to be trade bait sure. for, for, for some deal, go out and get a free agent. Um, so with that being said, you know, best of luck, but what you said about pushing it back, I think it's MLB following again in the, in, in the ways of the NBA draft and NHL draft and making a production 
you know, having, having, you know, having it at, you know, in all-star where or Seattle or wherever the all-star game is and making it like a whole production, you know, bringing it to primetime television with the first, with the first round pitch, which is cool. But like you said, you got drafted in the middle of the game. My senior year of high school, I got drafted in the middle of the game. You come back and you're like, oh, by the way, you got drafted. It's like, okay, cool. It's just, you know, it's, it's not the same, but, you know, these kids will all be getting a call those first to third rounds. And it's a, you know, it's an exciting time. Harold Reynolds made an interesting point is that there are so many draft picks in baseball. I don't know how many rounds they're doing these days. It's got to be what, 25, 30 rounds now? 20 rounds. 20 rounds. Yeah. So the thing is like the about, about the, the combine is that there are a lot of guys who haven't been seen before. Like you said, they're going to have their, your separate workouts for like the guys, guys, you know, the guys are the projected top five, the top high school, top high, you know, top, top college players that they have that they've gravitated towards to do kind of a private workout. But a lot of these guys, it's not like college football where we watch, you know, when we're in the locker room and that, that combine time comes around, like that's an exciting time. The combine stays on all day for three days in the locker room looking at these dudes because you know them. You've seen them on a Saturday. You know the defensive back and the linebacker from Texas Tech. You know, you know, you know, uh, you know, Josh Allen coming out of Wyoming. You know, you've seen the highlights. And so when you see that combine, you know, you're familiar. These kids that were were on the TV today, you know, they're high school kids. They're 17 years old from, you know, Fort Meade, Florida. And, you know, projected to go to first round. You've never seen this kid in your life. So it was, it was pretty interesting, I'm sure, to get eyes um, you know, as a scout or just kind of TV. These are the top prospects in baseball. It's, it was cool to get eyes on these guys, take BP, watch them throw, watch them move, watch them run, and kind of putting a, putting a, face, to, a, put, putting a face to these future stars early. Yeah, that, that, that whole dynamic is different in baseball to begin with, right? Because if you're talking about Josh Allen, like – as the example or a first round draft pick in football, he's going to the, to the major league team, so to speak, right? Like he's going to go play for the bills. He's going to go play for the team. Like the, the, the fans that are watching the draft, they're going to, they're going to see that guy in a uniform on the sidelines in September. So <laughs> I, I always think that that's a little bit different for baseball. Like with the exception of a handful of guys, very few people have the opportunity to go to the big leagues in the same year that they get drafted. Obviously it happens, but not, not very frequently. So the, I think there's a little disconnect there with the ability to really promote it in the same fashion. I mean, people are going to get fired up about their draft picks. Don't get me wrong. And there's a couple of guys at the college level, you know, there's the, the kid from LSU, Paul Skeens, who's throwing the ball 102 miles an hour with a slider at, you know, 90, 91. That's like a real guy. Like he could be in the big leagues at the end of the year. There's no question, but that's uncommon, especially when you talk about the high school kids, some of them are supremely talented as we know, but it's very unlikely that you're going to see them in the big leagues in the next two years. Like it's still going to take a, a period of time. So I think that's why it's, it's it's a different it's different than any of the other sports that we're talking about. That you're not going straight to the major leagues in most cases. There's still going to be a buffer period that the fans have to wait. Now they're going to follow you in the minor leagues, and they're going to you're going to get coverage and all this stuff. But to your point, there's a there's a development period that kind of just comes with the invite relative to baseball and, and the way that the draft works, which it's just part of it, man. It, it just is. I, I don't I don't see that changing. Yeah, and we've seen very we've seen very little of it. I think Ryan Zimmerman was a few one of the few people that did a half a season in, in minor leagues, went straight to Double A. You know, Raked was in Washington right after the school. He was labeled as one of the best pure hitters coming out of college of all time. Sure. And then you know, one of our former teammates, Mike Leak, he Hashtag coming Mike out Leak, of Arizona, yeah. Arizona State, he played essentially no minor league baseball, mm-hmm. and they said that he was probably the most pro ready 
pitcher in the last 25 years because he was just he was so polished and so he played he had a couple starts and by by geez may he had he may he'd gone from arizona state did the college world series and he was with us Mm -hmm. in may yeah and that's when i sprained my wrist and ended up having to have wrist surgery from trying to save him from a from a double down the line right yeah it's um anyway call the ambulance by the way but it's uh it's just not that it's it's a little different dynamic. Baseball and the other sports are different. Not going to change. That being said, the draft coming up is pretty cool. Very exciting time for a lot of people. Um, let's touch base on the Omaha deal, man. You got you got these guys playing for the national championship. We got Florida's in the final. They beat TCU today to eliminate them. You got LSU and Wake Forest going at each other to get to the finals to play against Florida. Such a cool dynamic. It, it's a possible SEC showdown, um, like we were talking about before we got on. The, the the landscape of college sports is changing. Obviously, the 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 element of parity is 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 tough. But like we mentioned, Oral Roberts, man, they you know from a resource standpoint, in a completely different league than than the, the these other teams that we're talking about. But they got to Omaha and had a really good run. Do they won like nineteen or twenty one down the stretch or something crazy? So it, it can still happen. It can still happen. But um, and but, I, but I cool, hope it cool to can, see. I, yeah, I hope it continues to happen because. You know, you're you've experienced your national champion, um, and you, like you said, the pair it's gone. And you know, I'm here in Palo Alto um, at Stanford, and you know, talking with the with the Pac-12, and we're discussing how the college dynamics have changed over the last five years. And now with USC and UCLA getting out, you know, the Pac-12 the Pac-12 has fallen off a little bit. Um, you know, where USC used to be run the show. Um, along with Oregon State, that's you know that's not the case, and so the the parity that you have in the the mi- the mix of teams in in the the World Series. I mean, it used to be um, in the Coastal Carolina, another great example. Yeah, you had yeah. you had this you had Coastal Carolina. You probably always always you already had a, a Oklahoma, a Texas Tech. You had a Big Twelve representative. You had a Pac twelve Oregon Oregon State Oregon a USC UCLA. Um, and then, you know, like you guys, you guys, you from the WAC, um, mm-hmm. you know, now it's when you have these teams that are stacked up at the top in the SEC, it's it's for me, it's a little bit of a concern uh, looking at the dynamic because it's not just baseball, it's football and it's basketball oh, yeah. where it's, there it's becoming a, a monopoly of talent uh, with, with some of these schools. But, you know, Oral Roberts, yeah. it turns, you know, shout out to those guys. It turns into a little For sure. For sure. It turned into more of a macro conversation though, man. Right. Like the NIL stuff has gotten so goofy, you know, the amount of money that is, you know, that the, that the bigger conferences have access to is just in a completely different realm. Um, so, and you're right. It's not just baseball, it's basketball, it's football. It's, it's all the stuff, right? It's, it's really interesting for me to, to, to think about the next couple of years, two to four to five years to see exactly how the dust settles because right now, we're just getting going. The snowball's rolling down the hill. Nobody's really sure what's going to happen or how it's going to stop. Everybody's just saying, you know, they got you got their alumni bases throwing tons of money at these kids. And, you know, is, is it is it the best way to handle this situation? I don't know. You know, I, I heard an interview that um that the president of the NCAA did on, on, on air the other day at one of the College World Series games, and he kind of alluded to the same thing. He essentially saying, like, we're not real sure how we're going to get a handle on it or wrangle it. But we do know that something has to happen. We're going to do the best we can to try to, you know, for the greater good, handle it the best we can based on what's already what's already happening, you know. So the next couple of years will be interesting in college sports. 
you know, the, the concern for me is that you get away from it's becoming it's becoming a little pro like. And that's to me is a very slippery Free slope. Agents. But yeah, yeah it's, a slippery, out there. it's a slippery slope. But we'll see. I mean, like, like I said, at the end of the day, it's you got to play by the within the rules, the parameters, if you will. And that, you know, that's just that those rules are getting a little looser as, as we speak. So um, it's your point about the Pac-12. I think that's a good example. The USC's of the world. But it's it's, you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see what, what happens with that being said. It's. It's still college sports. It's still exciting. Everybody, everybody gets fired up about, um, you know, whatever their sport of choice is. Yeah, and your experience in Omaha, you know, what, what was that like? Um, like best ever, best thing ever. Is that is that what you mean? Yeah, it was uh, yeah. super unique. Like I was, we joked about it a couple of shows ago, but the winning a national championship, you know, the, he, that's good every time, man. You, like I, I you'll, I'll, that'll never go away. You know, with with your a college team that is a completely different emotional, you know, attachment dynamic, whatever you want to call it. So it's 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 just something that you can't take away, regardless of, you know, the fact that you and I had the opportunity to play professionally and play in the big leagues. The 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 Omaha thing, the national championship thing, is just like super unique, man. Yeah, and having that turnaround and sitting in and kind of watching and maintaining your time in the schedule is completely different. Like they're going to be huddled around the TV you know, tomorrow watching that elimination game and then yep. going to that game, doing that, you know, doing that workout and kind of going back to back. Um, but we have those double headers and you're just, you know, you got to adapt. And really that's what it is. It's, it's the teams that can adapt and come out, you know, have the depth and move forward. Um, but that particular, you know, with that, with that pressure, uh, with the, with a unique schedule, you know, tournament schedule, it's it's certainly a unique uh, unique place to be, but it's it's so much fun to watch. That atmosphere is incredible. Um, Omaha is an amazing place, and um, yeah, really looking forward to that to that game tomorrow. For sure, for sure. Um, but that being said, man, we there's still a lot of action at the at the major league level, like we've talked about. Um, the Astros have struggled a little bit since you were done, has been injured, but they're 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 kind of treading water. Um, the, we talk about the AL East all the time. Tampa and Baltimore seem to be kind of in the driver's seat there, holding holding strong. Um, the the Centrals are struggling, man. But we got like we talked about the Reds, five games over five hundred. I mean, they're they're ten and zero in their last ten, one eleven straight. It's uh, and, and the Diamondbacks, man, three games up over the over the Giants. So you know, it's it's there's still a lot of action at the major league level, man. Yeah, but watching that game, watching that Reds game, it was, I mean, Joey's right. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt we discussed it, the energy level, but you know, Wednesday or it's today's Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday day game yeah. in Cincinnati. Like there was people came out for that old business special. You know, you know how that, that used to go back in the day, you know, you have the businessman special where they come out and that, that lower bowl was, was packed. The energy was amazing. The five, three, and then the home run to, to break, break it open. Great defensive play to kind of, Mm-hmm. to seal the deal and you know they're they're coming back man they're doing their thing they're fired up and 11 in a row I, I i don't know what the exact stat on the last time they they did it um i mean it was 1957 it was like 50 that's right 1957 um yeah hey so, hey weird factor the weird factor of the day okay you ready for this Okay, the NL Central, where the red the Reds are in first place, the only team in the NL Central right now with a positive run differential is the Chicago Cubs, who are two games under five hundred. They're only three and a half games out of first place, but they're two games under five hundred. They're the only team 
in the central with a positive run differential. It, it's like a freak ma- trick math question, right? Yeah, truly. Well, we didn't necessarily say that the central was real strong. Um, you know, that goes for sure. the, that goes for the, their counterpart, the AL central. I mean, they, I don't know where they're Cleveland, but that entire division's kind of just trying to tread and keep their, their head a bit above water right now. I think uh, Minnesota is only two or three games over 500. Yeah. Um, they're they're actually, they're Minnesota's a game under 500 oof. in first place. Oof. Oof. That's bad. Yeah. That's bad. That's what we call RPI. If we're doing college baseball RPI, if you got if you're in the central, you're not you're not looking real good when that when it comes down to that, getting it into the uh, the old tournament. Oh, you guys are coming from the central? Sweet, you guys got a combined record of of you know negative uh, under do twenty five games under five hundred as a, a whole division. Right, right. Well. It's been real, man. Hey, enjoy enjoy Palo Alto, man. It's nice this time of year. It's probably a little cold out there because here in Houston, it's we're like at 104 with sink with the humidity, bud. So enjoy the weather. Yeah, your 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 weather right now is a Jordan Hicks fastball. Like that's I just that's want zero part of it. Zero correct. part of it. I can't imagine what a day game with the roof open would have been like to t- today. It would have been absolutely miserable. Like those one of those games where you run straight off the field, straight into the ice bath. Yeah, you gotta get gotta get a little cold tub in your life. Believe it. All right. Till next time, Mr. Yanish. Yep. I'm Chris Peterson. Keep it real, bud. Always. (laughs) Later. All right. We're getting better on our time frame, bud. Yeah, we are. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.